so nice to virtually meet with you all again. Uh, so first things first, uh, let's introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Vienna and I'm from I'm Anna and I'm from Hungary. So let's start from the beginning of the school system. So let's say kindergarten and nursery. Does your country have any? And what age did you start it? And is it compulsory or is it just um, an option you can choose? So in Hungary we have nursery and it's just an option for yeah for adults to be able to go back to work earlier and then they can leave their kids there. And kindergarten starts at age three and it's until age six and it's compulsory. I think all three years. It hasn't been for a long time but it has been made a rule recently. I think here it's compulsory because you learn some social skills from playing with the other kids and like how to act with others and how to be a team player. But it has probably like reasons when said parents can go back earlier and then they can start working for the country. So yeah, I guess these two are the main reasons. So then, yeah. No. I thought you guys were in kindergarten is optional. Oh yeah, kindergarten. Oh yeah, I thought you said kindergarten optional. I was like, kindergarten optional. Okay, never mind. Okay, then um, I think we can move on to primary schools because that's the next step. Um. Yeah, in. Hungary it starts at age six. A few years ago it was like parents could choose if they want to send their kids to primary school at age six or they want to keep them in kindergarten for one more year but now everybody has to go at age six and then yeah 
That's it basically. And it's divided into two parts. Um, the first four years, you are in one class with one teacher and maybe have another teacher for like PE lessons. And then the next four years or two years, depending on the school type, you have multiple teachers teaching different subjects. For us, our primary school starts at six and we have different teachers for the well, in Poland, the primary school is the most teacher, and we teach them for and now it's eight years, and for the first two years, you have basically one teacher that teaches you almost every subject, every basic, uh, except for an English teacher, and Sometimes we also have a different teacher for religious education, which is a subject in Poland. Uh, but then from uh, year four onwards, you have a different teacher for every subject. For me, uh, primary school lasts for around five years. The curriculum that I studied was ICSE and it's Indian curriculum based. So you've got um, six years, no, not six, you've got five years of schooling that's primary based and every single teacher is different. And once they're done with primary, then they start to branch out from the basics that you've learned and they start dwelling into more complex subject matter. So for us, primary is really just the start. I forgot to mention that we also have this language teacher. Um, yeah, but I studied German in primary school so yeah and how many kids are in one class um the number differs um in icse you can choose what um second language you want to learn for for me because uh, because we're in dubai learning arabic is compulsory but as for um as for the second language you have to choose uh, what language you want to study so you could choose to study um hindi you could choose to study french or you could choose to study some other vernacular language that's predominant to india so depending on who chose who the class numbers would increase or decrease and the majority of us chose hindi so the classes that chose hindi would be higher than the classes that chose french and vice versa so the number honestly varies In Lithuania, we have up to 30 students in class, but in foreign language classes, there are only about 15. Yeah, we have something similar like what she mentioned. For um, like for classes where the foreign language isn't as popular with the students, the numbers the number is really low. I remember the I remember the classes where the students picked French only had around 20 24 students. But the students that picked Hindi had at least around 35. That's really a lot of students, like 35. Um, here it's also like the maximum class number I've had was 33. And that was really a lot. And then some people left, so we finished with 28 students. But it's usually around 30 here as well. And the same with languages. So. There were 30 students in one class and then 
half of the class went to German class and the other half went to English and then we met again for a free period, let's say. I think it's more a matter of, solidar of solidarity with the country's language itself. Like for us, many students' parents especially didn't allow their kids to pick French because it wasn't a language that came from India. That's why the classes had so many students when it came to Hindi because Hindi comes from India. So many parents had that preference. They wanted their kids to learn a language that was specific to their country, their, their tradition and their culture, which is why French was something that had a really rare amount of students. And unless you planned on sending your kid abroad, most parents wouldn't consider sending their kids for French classes. So maybe that's why the number of students for us in French was way lesser than that of Hindi. And Lafania, the foreign classes have less students, not because uh, there are less students studying the, sub the subject, but because we are divided. So for example, uh, 30 people from my class would have English at the same time, but there would be two groups of 30 people. Are you guys talking about primary? Yeah, well, I was supposed to ask that too because I think I like that as well. Because, oh, you can choose languages already in primary school. So they're like educating you for a foreign language since a young age. But we don't have that. We can't choose languages even up to high school. It's just Chinese and English compulsory. And for number of students at class, because I went to like a special primary school, so it's just like 15 to 20 people at class, but I think it's normally 30 something. Well, here in Poland, it's, um usually depends on how big the classrooms are, how uh, or how many people are classrooms prepared, you know, how many seats and desks there are. It's usually uh, 30 people max in a class. And uh, every even language classes can start the same size uh, until I think middle school or I guess now we don't have middle school. Now it's only high school. So, uh, up until high school, there are 30 percent classes, and then language classes kind of split in high school. Um, because when it comes to English, they basically you have to do a, a language uh, like the test how, how good you are, a uh, competence test, and uh, depending on your results, you're put in two groups uh, like you know, the people who are better at English and the people who are struggling a bit more and when it comes to uh, other languages that you can choose uh, basically there are uh, like uh, uh, people from the same the same year from different classes are just mixed together into a group that wanted to learn this one specific language so for example uh, i study every subject together with my class and english with my like my group within the, my class but when i study french which is my other foreign language that i chose 
I go to random book that consists of people, all people from the same year who wanted to study French. Language groups were the same in my experience as well. Not in primary school because there were like only people studying German in my class, but in high school it was really the same, like mixed groups and then writing tests to decide who is on which level. recall how your school actually split students into people who were struggling to speak English and people who weren't because we never had a thing like that in my school so even if you struggled really bad in one subject even if you had special needs everybody had to sit in one class because the school that I went to was really small so like you said the the, the size of the classrooms matter we didn't have the we didn't have the facilities to separate kids who needed more help than the others so everybody was in the same class and for kids who had a large number of students in one class, they used to um, study in courtyard. So that's outside the classroom, that's outside. So we so they sit on the floor and they'd get like a chalkboard and then they'd start teaching. So for us, this was really different. What are the subjects you study in primary school? Um, for me, the subjects that I studied were math, English, Hindi, Arabic, uh, basic science, PE, and music. Oh, and art. Yeah, art as well. Here we had math, and then in lower primary school, we had the class called reading, and then in the first year, we also had writing, but then these changed. So later on, these became like um, how to write an essay kind of classes, and yeah, reading was the same but then it's changed to literature and grammar. So it really evolved by years. Also, we had like foreign language class, um, arts, PE. And then later on, like in fifth grade, I think we started learning history and some sciences. In fifth and sixth grade, they are together and then they put them like separately physics chemistry biology and geography and i don't know if you have this in other countries as well but we have a class with our homeroom teacher every week to discuss the programs up that are coming up in later weeks or just talk about the problematic subjects or the problems in the class oh yeah we had that too we had that like once a week but nothing ever came out of that. Everybody was just silent. So I, I feel like homeroom period was just useless. Nobody said anything and stuff just got worse and worse. So yeah, it was not, it wasn't good. I don't know, I feel like all, I mean, especially me when I was in high school, I just felt like I had to hate teachers. I don't know, it was just like, I don't know, it was like a weird thing. I was like, yeah, you know what? I can't like them. It's just like, it goes against a code. I don't know what code, it just goes against some code for me to like teachers. Because if you like them, then everybody starts bullying you and calling you a teacher's pet. And I, I did not want to get called that. But I ended up getting called one in the end. So I realized how useless my fight was to hate teachers. Yeah, that's, that's it. Did they have that thing for you where um where they stopped art once your primary school was over? Because they had that thing for us. They stopped music and art for us. And they made us focus mainly on the science subjects and maths. I'm, I, I, I hate that. I wish I could have done art and music until I graduated but they stopped it for me as early as um, my first four years into schooling they just stopped for, for everyone.
well, for us, we had uh, in primary and secondary school uh, music and art like every other year, sometimes both of them in one year. It was, I, I don't know, it was really strange. But then it stopped in high school. And I'm also really sad because of that, because um, I kind of only started liking drawing and singing in high school. And that's when <laughs> it took away the subjects that were basically drawing and singing. It's really dumb because like you should have those things when you go to high school because high school gets so stressful and they don't stop giving you all this stuff to do. So having music and art would really help take the edge off things. But then they just cancel it after the, after a certain amount of time. I don't know why. I asked a teacher once when I was in middle school, I was like, why did you guys have to cancel like the two most fun periods in the entire, like in this entire timetable? And they were like, yeah, it's because things get more tougher for you guys. So so we're cutting off the things that act as a stress. And I'm like, you know what? No. Studying the kind of stuff that you give me to study is what acts as a stress, not art and music. So it was just, you know, I felt like I was robbed. Also, I loved our teacher so much. He was just so kind. And then they just like, I don't know, I just felt bad. Like I, I got anxiety, I swear to God. Like not doing music and art gave me anxiety. It's just, it's just so sad that they had to stop it. Because things were, because things get more stressful when you grow up, especially as you go to middle school and high school. It's like like entering a whole new world of stress and tears. So like you need art to keep you going. We have art class uh, until year ten, but we have music class until we graduate. But uh, I don't know. I'm really bad at art class. I always get E or F. So not having art art class is actually really good for me. I just don't know how to draw. Uh, but for music, uh, when you're higher levels, like high school, music lessons are always like, oh, the teacher will just play a movie or a musical for you to watch. And honestly, no one will pay attention to the teacher or the movie. They'll just like talk or use the phone or do revisions. Yeah, so music lesson at high school is basically learning nothing. But from uh, primary school and middle school, you really uh, will learn how to play some instruments or sing. In senior, it's compulsory to learn art and music until the 10th grade. After that, you have to choose one uh, from the category. So. It could be art or music, theater, uh, design or something. And uh, I think that's great because one can choose something that really suits them. Uh, yeah, I think that it should be optional in every school. I really like the idea that you can choose from different like, artistic subjects. Um, and it's so strange that in other countries they just take all of those away because here we have compulsory music lesson and art lesson until we graduate because like it's the logic that um, we have so serious subjects all day and then having these two classes and also three P classes a week is there to ease it a bit and we have one lesson per day op like in optimal cases to relax and recharge a bit and then continue going on and studying more serious things.
I was not a fan of either class because I didn't really like the teachers, but it's so strange how they have this logic, like the exact other way. Like they take it away so they don't put stress on you. Yeah, that's strange for me. having a really weird class uh, for the last two years of high school because we canceled our class so I'll just call aesthetic lesson and basically what you do is drawing is drawing yeah. but they call it like aesthetic lesson and you won't have exam it's just for relaxing yeah and reducing your stress and just be practice so what's the difference between art and aesthetic lesson Art lesson, you have exams, and it's like really a subject where aesthetic lesson is just for relaxing your body. Mm -hmm. Wow. I just think it's weird how they call it aesthetic lesson. Like they're teaching you how to be aesthetic. I don't know, it's just, that's how it feels. But aesthetic lesson and art lesson, uh, it's taught by the same teacher. Yeah. But when it come, come to art lesson, the teacher will be really strict and like give you marks for your work. But aesthetic lessons, you just patrol around and look at you, make sure you're actually doing something, but not just sitting uh, chatting around. Well, you know, that's the exact opposite of our art teacher. The one reason why I loved my art teacher so much was because not only was he kind, it's because he didn't teach, like he did not care one bit. And that's what everybody loves so much about him is that because he didn't care, we could just do whatever whatever we wanted. Like he chose the like he chose the wrong moments to care. Like he wouldn't care if we did the art wrong, but he would care if one of us didn't wear our uniform correctly. So as long as we wore the uniform correctly and we sat, then that's it. Like that's that's one that's like forty five minutes of me doing nothing. And those were like the best forty five minutes of my life. But I was I was a dedicated student. I couldn't draw shit. Like I I I am a really bad drawer. If somebody tells me draw an apple, I won't I, I won't be drawing an apple. I'll be drawing something that doesn't look like one. So I'm not the kind of person who can even get basic straight red. I need help. Like God needs to come down and hold my hand and help me and like teach me how to do it. I'm that I'm that helpless. Absolutely helpless in art. But then you know I tried my best. And it's so upsetting because like there's this boy who used to sit next to me and he used to just be so careless. He used to goof around so much. I used to actually pay attention to what the art teacher was saying. But then when I did it and when he did it, he, he did it so well. And I'm just there like, you won't even pay attention. How did you somehow manage to do this so well? And like, I'm, and I'm just sitting here paying attention to what's going on. And I can't even do the first step of what he's saying correctly. So, you know, it just, it just, it just really pissed me off. This is like, you know, I just, I just witnessed like the major difference in talent and I was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. It's, it's I can really... relate. Yeah, yeah, it's like you sit next to a very talented guy and it's just like, you know, why would you do this to me? I, I already have really low self-esteem. You don't have to put it below the ground and like make me regret my life. I swear to God. That's why I said I'm really, really bad at art class. The teacher always gives me zero, which means fail. I you can relate so much about not knowing how to draw. And ironically, I took art for another two years when I had to choose like an artistic uh, subject. I don't know why I did that. 
like asking for suicide, picking a subject that you're not good at. I thought you were like artistic people. You're like one of those artistic type music and art. You're both really good at. I thought you are really good at art. I'm not. I'm terrible at painting and drawing. I can sketch pretty decent, but I just I'm not good at painting. And I can do music pretty well. I have a guitar, but I don't know about singing. This is for me. Um, I I said I like singing and drawing, but I I'm not good at any of those things. Uh, I'm terrible at drawing, and probably also terrible at singing. Uh, but I like to do it anyway. But I can definitely relate to what you said about art, art classes before, but in regards to music classes, because um, at one point in middle school, we were supposed to learn how to play the guitar in music lessons. And I feel like everybody already knew how to play the guitar, like they were, they were ex extremely good at it. And meanwhile, there was just me, a single person, like sitting in the back of my class, trying to uh, do like a step or oh, a 10 step instructions on how to play the guitar. And it's just, it's just like, okay, everybody knows how to play. Great, we're just going to play this song. And I'm sitting and how am I supposed to hold this instrument? Can somebody help me, please? I swear to God, oh my God, I swear to God. I began playing the guitar when I was 13 years old. And my parents bought a guitar that was way too big for me. I had to wait to grow into playing it. And I didn't know how to hold it. So my fingers would struggle to hold the string like below. And then, you know, and my teacher, it's, 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 like, it's, like, it's like he's not even noticing. He's like, I'm getting paid to hand it, you know, to teach you. And he's just like, he's just casually like teaching me. And I'm just struggling to hold the guitar and like reach the strings. It took me a solid one year to actually be able to hold the guitar properly because it was so big and I had to grow into it. But all the other kids who were learning drums because it was in their first class, they're acting like they're such pros. And then to me, it's like I can't even hold it right. And it, you know what? It was just, yeah, it was just pain. I like doing it, but it was just pain. Yeah, yeah we, we were learning the guitar only for one year, I think. But uh, yeah, it was still uh, like too short of a time for me to learn how to uh, hold it correctly. And uh, the teacher just didn't really care. I mean, he cared about the people who knew how to play well. <laughs> because there were a couple of band kids in our class, and he was like the leader of the band. I don't know, he was like a manager of them. And he was, so you know, they were just gathered in front of the class and they were just uh, playing together. And then everybody in the back, especially me, like you didn't know, like they were holding a guitar for the first time in their life and didn't know what to do with it. They just didn't care about them. I love how your teacher played favorites for. I feel like we've all had that one teacher that just likes this one student way more than they like the others. And it's disappointing that how I've always been the one student teachers did not like. I don't know why. I just sit. I just sit and they find a reason to not like me. So then, you know what? Yeah. The favoritism pretty much sucks. But at the end of the day, I did, I did manage to learn how to hold a guitar right and play a few decent notes so maybe i'm not so bad if you don't i would really want to play the guitar someday maybe but also um i kind of don't want to try because <laughs> uh, you know just it was a really unpleasant experience just sitting in a 
contact with people who can pay and not knowing how to pay yourself and it discouraged me so much that um, I think I I don't want to touch a guitar in the next like five years but maybe someday I hope I don't know what to say to that because for me I used to look at people who were really good and as disappointing as that would feel after a certain amount of time I'd feel really really and really competitive because as as sad as it makes me feel I, I also have this strange feeling of jealousy it's like no seriously like it's like they don't get to be better than I am so it's like the strange feeling of 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 competition and I don't stop until I'm at the same level of that person or better than that person but at the same time my my motivation just goes in like five minutes so I think that for like five minutes I have like all the motivation and all the ambition in the world and then after 10 minutes i just burn out and yeah that's it that's my whole that's my whole life story and that i'm really motivated about life for like a good 5 minutes i like i get into it so much and then after 5 minutes i'm just like you know what i'm tired i can't i can't do this anymore and then i go and that's my that's my entire school life in one summary oh god that's you literally described me <laughs> it's like you know like high performing with like a very for like for a very low amount of time that's me when i try to learn other languages like i know english and i know polish because it's my mother mother language and then when i try to learn something different like uh, the other languages that we have at school i try like to know to just have kind of good like grades but not really anything besides that but then once once like once every a couple months i think Wow, it would be really cool to learn like I don't know Spanish or Japanese or uh, literally any other language. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to learn this language. And I try for a week, and I'm doing really good progress, I think. But then after a week, I'm like, wow, this is tiring. I don't want to do this anymore. Honestly, same. So I used to use this app called um. Called Duolingo. I don't know if all of you guys have used it. I used it for learning Spanish, and I'm still using it. Yes, but like, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you something. That owl is like, that owl is actual blackmail. I cannot sit still. I can't sit still five minutes without the owl coming in my notification saying, "Why are you neglecting me? Why are you not attending the app?" I, I, it, it makes me so. So that's it for today, and thanks for listening. Bitla, Gen Z.